question states that the Welsh Government believes that the UK-EU's so-called political declaration that outlines both sides' ambitions for the new future relationship falls short of its own demands. Geraint Talvan Davis, chair of Wales for Europe, said the original Welsh Government motion does not provide the kind of strong lead in this issue that Wales needs at this unprecedented moment in our history. MPs will vote on the Brexit agreement on December the 11th. A Stackpole man has said he was slashed in the face during a terrifying suspected carjacking attempt at Freshwater West last Friday. Wayne Edge's car was brought to a halt by a man suddenly appearing in the road. The driver's side window of his car was then smashed and a grab made for the keys. As he struggled, the driver's face was slashed. Wayne was able to drive away and alerted the police. He later received hospital treatment to stitch his face wound and the police are investigating. Part of the M4 near Swansea was closed on Sunday following a four-vehicle crash. The westbound carriageway between Junction 47 and Junction 48 was closed and traffic was diverted at Junction 47. The Welsh Ambulance Service confirmed that it had been called to the scene and that thankfully none of the passengers were seriously injured. Talented Pembrokeshire College students have proved that they are among some of the best young trainees in the UK, bringing home four medals from a national competition. A total of 10 Pembrokeshire College learners secured places at the World Skills UK finals held at the NEC Birmingham after scoring highly in national qualifiers. They joined over 500 competitors from across the UK competing for medals in this prestigious competition. Their medal hall included silver for Epiphany Matchwick in the Inclusive Skills Horticulture competition, bronze for Adam Noak in Inclusive Skills Horticulture, Charlotte Phillips-Poupard in Beauty Therapy and Jay Blair in Welding, as well as a highly recommended award for Zara Morgan in Beauty Therapy. And in sport, Wales will take on Croatia, Slovakia, Hungary and Azerbaijan in Group E of the Euro 2020 qualifiers. The top two teams from each of the ten groups will qualify for the tournament, which is being held in 12 countries. The qualifiers, condensed because of this year's UEFA Nations League group games, will take place between March and November 2019. A classic car show at Skelton Manor has raised thousands of pounds towards charities which help the people of Pembrokeshire every day. The Pembrokeshire Classic Car club raised and donated nearly £10,000 to the Paul Sartori Foundation, Wales Air Ambulance and Diabetes Wales Cymru Tenby Branch. Saundersfoot's famous Christmas Festival by the Sea takes place this Friday and continues throughout the weekend and a warm welcome is guaranteed. Entry is just £2.50. The weekend includes a lantern parade, Christmas market in a big heated marquee on the harbour wall, carol singing, Christmas lights, mulled wine, cookery demonstrations and not forgetting Santa's Grotto. The Span Jazz Christmas Party is taking place this Friday at the Plas Hoverage Hotel in Narbuth. Graham Pike and the John Gibbon Trio are headlining the event. There may be quizzes and sing-alongs. Tickets are available on Eventbrite and cost about £10. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Listen live at purewestradio.com 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. And you're back with Ronnie J and the debate show and my three wonderful, amazing guests. 
who I think actually have informed me a, a, a lot about what's going on in the county, more so than I realised. Um, thank you to everybody that is commenting. We've got another hour. You'll be pleased to know. But I'm going to start us off with I Want You To Freak. I want you to freak me through the night until the morn. And it's the way your body boom booms through the night. Boom boom. I want you to freak. You steal my attention with one look in my direction. Obsession. It got me. I can't quit. You're my addiction. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Tell me you can read my bad boss. Get closer and listen. Electric in this position. I can't help how much your body's getting along. Like you pushing up on me. Touching me. I want you to freak me through the night.
Adams, when you're gone. Sorry, I put two songs on simply because I was trying to sort something out with the live feed, but apparently it's back now, so they say, who knows, I can just see something on my screen, but it's not des- desperately working very well. But everybody else says it is, so that's fine. Hopefully we get the comments in, even if we don't actually have a, a live feed going. Hopefully it is. Somebody let me know anyway, I'm sure you will. We have three wonderful ladies in today, tonight, who have been causing mayhem. <laughs> And loving Good. it. Good. Um, as if you've, only, yeah. if you've only just uh, tuned in, you've missed the first hour of an amazing show. Lots of information um, about autism awareness in the county, education, children and young adults with different needs. And we're now on part two, which um, I, I did put a question about <laughs> <laughs> that we kind of thought we'd keep to the second half <laughs> why are politicians not being as involved in the local areas perhaps or is it a some case are. of some are mm. but then you've got as you were saying that people in the government are writing letters to say go to NAS yeah. and why is it they don't know okay well I wrote a letter to um, my member of parliament 
uh, I emailed him. Um, I'm not going to name names unless no. you want me to. Okay, That's entirely um, up to you. Feel free, but <laughs> you'll take the flack on that one. <laughs> right, I emailed him um, and I got a, a lovely letter back and it was a beautiful envelope from Parliament, from him. I, I actually wrote in the email that I was part of the committee of the National Autistic Society and that I was asking him to support me in trying to get my son back into education because George was out of school for two years and at home for two years. How, can, sorry, can I butt in there? How can they allow a child who has a right to an education be out of school for two years? But if you years? take them to a medical appointment, it comes off their attendance. Yes. <laughs> Let's not talk about attendance no. because that... Is that's a whole new issue. ball game. I'll come back for that one. Yes. Yeah. Transport as well. Yeah, no, um, there's a lot more issues here. I yes, mean, yeah. we we did speak during the, the news break that I am hopefully getting you back here. This will continue back <laughs> next year, um, hopefully in perhaps February, once the bill's passed. Yes. But going back yeah. to what you were saying, yeah. sorry I interrupted you. Um, what was the same? Yeah. Oh, like yes. That. So, yeah, I, um, in my, oh, George was out of school for two years. Um, because he was on a waiting list for suitable provision. And that's what I was told, and that's what How old happened. was he? He, when was he was from seven to nine. So from seven years old, which are crucial, critical mm-hmm. years to nine. Yeah. You know, all that learning yes. myth. But also missing that social interaction. Yeah, yeah. social side. Friendships, Gosh. relationships, you know. How uh, is that legal in itself? Mm. That's the thing, I mean... Is it? <sighs> Well, it's, is that is your it? department? Do you know if that's legal um, actually, or not? Actually, I shall question Sarah Evans and Nathan Davis at HCB <laughs> Solicitors, just for the account. <laughs> yeah. um, Which I'm not sure if it's working, but we're uh, getting who, comments um, anyway. Who come down to do talks three times a year, hosted by Dyslexia Pembrokeshire. So these are questions that, you mm, know, yeah. please send the questions through, because we can actually put these to our education law experts. They only deal in education not in taxes, not in family law. That is their expertise. Um, they will be running training on the ALN bill, and that's how uh, that's changing, and um, in collaboration with us down in Pembrokeshire as well. So we're looking for a venue. We may take you up on that, the NES, <laughs> if there is one available. I can get you a venue, don't um, worry. <laughs> yeah, well, if push comes to shove, I'm sure we can find a bigger studio. To find out, I mean, we always build the information evenings, especially SEN information evenings. We put them into the local newspapers. We put flyers about. We put them on our Facebook page as well. So, you know, we have a website and it often says when is our next and it's yeah. got a little link to Facebook. So you can always find out the, na- ne- sorry, the next date. And these are questions which we can ask them. They are the best mm. people to ask. Because yeah. that, surely that is the sort of question that parents and carers need answered. Yeah, but Definitely. they bamboozle you, though. They do. They bamboozle you, and then you get so tied up in knots. And remember, while all this is going on, you are still trying to be a parent. And you're, 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 yes. you're yeah. under so much yeah. stress. Yeah. And you're you might have more than one child. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had enough parents, carers to go to this sort of meeting where you can put these questions across. They would questions become empowered. Across. I mean, there's yeah. no... This is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't support your legal rights if you don't know, know what, what they, they are. are. Yeah. No. And this is why they come down, because it's an option, it's 100% independent. It actually gives parents the empowerment, the information they need to go back and actually challenge yeah. the uh, what they're told. Because unless you know, and, and with the best will in the world, I've had 23 years in education, you know, I don't expect a mum, you know, to have that experience. And it can be hard, you know, when you're sat in a room. Mm. You're sat in a room and there's people from education or health or whatever and they are telling you something, 
you should be able to trust that what yes. you, they are telling yes. you is the yes. truth. You yeah. shouldn't have to question and say, well, actually, I'm not. is that true? Mm. You know, you, you should be able to or take their words. tell you, well, actually, yeah. that doesn't sound right because oh. you've spoken to other mums yeah. and other yeah. children have similar presenting needs and you think, it doesn't sound right. You know, and, and there's flags flying and you think, well, um, you know, but you have no option because no. as a parent, you feel quite powerless. Yeah, yeah you're caught definitely. on the hop sometimes. Yeah. You're not expecting yeah. something, to come, so you're not prepared. No, and we're all parents here, you know, mm. and, and I can imagine how intimidating it must be when you don't have the answers or you mm. can't say, well, actually, this um, is what it is, and this is what it yeah. isn't. This is what I, feel. I was, I was told while George was off school. I'm, I'm, I'm a qualified teacher myself. I finished school at work because George was off school. I was told. Don't put any complaints in Beth to local authority. Don't rock the boat because he's on a waiting list for a good placement now. And I and me and and I'm I'm a professional myself. But I really felt mm. so belittled. Yeah. I was going to say that yeah. must be demeaning. I really felt I I have to go along with this. I just yeah. I have to do whatever I can to get George back into school, and you will, even if it and meant zipping my lip, yeah, not yeah. saying being anything, good, being, good being told yourself. by my social worker at the time, don't rock the boat, yeah. Beth. Just let, 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 him, let him get on to this the right school now. Every parent is <coughs> going to fight for their child. Of course. Yeah. Because, because if you think of all the parents that don't have the knowledge, don't have the um, capacity, don't have the, you know, don't have all the, the um, backup, the support, how many children are slipping through the system? Yeah. That yeah. We don't yeah. Know exactly. About? I mean, there's, there's yeah. a family, as we were talking before we went on there, there's a family I know. Um, both the brother and the sister are special needs learning disabilities. But mum's got it as well. But... Nobody helps mum. Yeah, there's yeah, nobody yeah. going round there there to needs say to, be to her. Yeah, yeah but there's yeah. even in the school. I mean, you you tell the school because one of the things on the safeguarding course, if you feel there's a problem, let somebody know. Yeah. The first one, the school. Yeah. You do nothing happens, mm-hmm. and that is the sad part because, you know, if we as as transport workers are seeing that, and the schools aren't believing us or aren't acting on what we say what's the point of number one safeguarding course yeah. but number two that it must be even worse for parents to go through wall, that yeah it? and there are only so many times you can hit a brick wall before you're exhausted yeah exhausted. And, breaks. and and yeah. absolutely all yeah. till it breaks and yeah. some people haven't got the energy and they don't have the faith that you know they think well well i'm gonna get through but you know what you Do know you, what often hard. happens is when you start having issues that sometimes become apparent in school one of the first things that you are, are, as a parent, are told is to go on a parenting course. Yeah. So what? immediately, yes. that the issue is then placed onto you. You are then the person that has to resolve the issue. So the onus is put you back, know, in the back on the lap. parent. And we, yeah. you're asking for help, and they're telling you. That you that are not fit pit. to be a parent, so therefore yes. go and. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. I, 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 well, I the got to keep quiet. Is there that you know? It, but it's, it's, it's what it's that does to your self-esteem. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you are trying your hardest to get everything for your child, and they say, yeah. "Oh, you need to go on a parenting course." You know, is that, the what, uh, it's a damage that, that is the parenting yeah. course to do with the, the problem that your no, child most has? Often no, it's behavioural. So, in other words, basically, you're letting your child be a naughty child because they haven't got. The time, the inclination, or the knowledge. Yeah. Is this or a compulsory thing? Was it just a? No, it's just know. something that I think that maybe they just don't know what to offer. Mm. So the first yeah. and easiest and cheapest option is a parenting course. Like, oh, you know, for see, some people I, that might be what they need, yeah, and that's lovely. Yeah. But I but would for say others, for most people, yeah. it isn't. Exactly. If you've got to the point where you are asking yeah. for help, yes, you have. Yeah. Got, you have you've read gone every book there is. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you've gone everywhere there can be to go. You know, where when you get to that, what's left? There's not, not much. 
there's some obviously the silence. Yeah, the silence you know, tells you. It's uh, the only thing. That, yeah, that the relationships kept me sane, kept me yeah. going. I was a single mum as well. Definitely, our other parents. And I wouldn't have met like Beth. Creating relationships. Mm. I wouldn't have met Beth if it hadn't been for the National you know. And and I am so thankful and so grateful because yes, you are. They are my support network. They are people that understand. You know, your friends can be sympathetic, but they cannot unless you have lived it. Yeah, you can't possibly understand. As somebody as Charles has put up, it's called ignorance with the child parenting course. Yes. (laughs) Which actually came into my head, but I thought, I'll sit here and be very quiet. I did have a lot to say I was going to say on that, but I've got to... If if it doesn't involve somebody directly, and we're, you know, when we're looking at um, some assessments that are done, these these are parents that see your child for, what, an hour, half an hour? If you're lucky enough to be on that priority list through your Elenco or your Senko and you get somewhere... Yeah, um, they're not the ones that see you walk a mile in your shoes and they're yeah. not the ones who actually can empathise or see your child in all these scenarios that you do. So, you know, it is very hard for you to try and not, not so much persuade because you don't, you know, you, you're just trying to paint a um, realistic picture of your child. Sometimes I feel like we're not believed. Yeah. Mm. They don't yeah. believe you when you're telling them things. But I think are. parents, particularly mums, dads, you live with your children day in, day out. Yeah. For me, I, yeah. the best. And if you've got more than one yeah. child with different problems... Mm whatever ages they are whether they're close together or far apart it's not only that it's Mm got to be hard because you've gone through it with and i don't mean to be disrespectful you've gone through it with child number one but then you you have another child around that has not maybe the same problems but still has problems and you already know that you're going to bang your head against that brick wall again i Mm -hmm. think some for some people if they do think a second child has something they are made to feel like it's in their head. They're imagining mm. this because it's happened before. You're comparing. But that's yeah. wrong. Mm. Yeah, because it is wrong. But, that, you know. I mean, I was made to feel like that by my son. I was told that boys are lazy, boys are slower to talk, you know, this, that, and I the wish other. mine had I been. Knew, <laughs> I knew there was something <laughs> different. Yeah. I had a girl. But this is, <laughs> as a parent, you do I know. felt like it was, I was doing something wrong. That I had created mm. this issue that wasn't there. I started to get really quite paranoid mm. about Which it. Which is understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is understandable. I know with my daughter she had ADHD or has ADHD she's under control now she's a woman she's got her own child Uh, still don't give her a bag of skittles but (laughs) when she was in primary school and I mean she hadn't long started I mean for about a year and a half I was classed as naughty child Mm -hmm. now that was before ADHD had a name you know it was hyperactive or a naughty child Mm. And the teacher, like, yeah, dyslexia on the same because ADHD comes under that specific learning yeah. difficulties umbrella. Mm. So dyslexia was like the lazy child syndrome. Yeah. Yes, and ADHD yeah. is the naughty child. Yeah, you can almost categorize. which is wrong yeah. because you yeah. know, I mean, right. at home she would listen, she'd sit down, although it would take a fight, but you know, mm. she'd sit down. In school, no, she just wanted to run around everywhere. The teacher she had was amazing, mm. absolutely there are amazing. Some brilliant teachers. Yeah, and are. she, you know, she turned around say. and she actually said to me, to her, to me about her, that mm. she's a, she's a challenge, but she's a nice challenge. That's and I'll never nice forget <laughs> the day she rung me up and she said to me, "Guess what? Guess what? We've had a breakthrough." And I thought, "Oh my God, what's she done?" She sat down for five minutes on the mat. That now, that was a breakthrough yeah. for but, my yeah. daughter. But for the teacher to acknowledge yeah. exactly. how important that yes. was, you know, that's... Because yeah. she also suffered with severe nosebleeds, and the severe nosebleeds would last an hour and a half. And, of course, after that, she'd be tired. So 
you know, we worked it out. Instead of them ringing me up every day to say, oh, she had another one, do you want to take her home? She understood that that was part of, you know, whatever was wrong. Nobody could find out why it happened. Um, But it happened. And, you know, it got to the stage where she'd just say, she's okay, a bit late out of school, she's lying down. Fair enough, we all knew. Parents didn't need to know. It wasn't spread all around the school. Nowadays, it seems to be a lot different that teachers aren't even aware of simple things like you know children that do have recurrent nosebleeds or yeah. recurrent illnesses mm-hmm. i think the you paperwork know. involved in teaching yeah. now well, i think is, yeah i mean like, it's shocking I agree. It's, the amount of admin a teacher has mm-hmm. to actually do it's taking the time away yeah. from, from the children from getting yeah, like, to know the child yeah. having a relationship yeah. with yeah. the child it's not there anymore that opportunity and they talk about metacognition which is you know you talk talk to children you think about their thinking about thinking strategies Mm. which is about how did you learn you know Mm. and you sit with the child as you're saying you've got the paperwork we can't sit with the child and talk about their strategies for learning and what they find easy difficult what they like dislike about the school what would they want to change you have you know you have the school councils you have people voice you know and and I'm, I'm sure schools do that and you know my experience is that they they try and encapsulate yeah. that, but yeah. not to the extent that you have that time to really, you know, teach a 30 kids in, out, in, out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah. it is very much so, so, yeah. You know, and you've got to get your lessons. And I, not for a minute do we downplay the you know, immense paperwork and the hardship that teachers face on yeah. a day-to-day no. basis. No. It's just that this pocket of children that we're talking about today, there are lots and lots of them. They just don't seem to be getting enough of whatever it is in terms of support and assessment. And that's the crux of where we're at. But when yeah. they do teacher training, um, I went on a consultation I think trying recently. trying to change They They training. currently have one day's teaching on um, additional learning needs, yeah. wow. which includes all of them. Just right. one? Just one day yeah. in their teacher training. My PGC, training. One, so, I had one so, day. Know, it's no one day. It's not an SEN unit. That was my SEN training. I agree. HCB mm. were talking about they're trying to incorporate yes. much yeah. more yeah. specialist sort of areas and into a one-year PGC. I did a four-year BAD. I'm going back a good 23 years. Mm. I am quite old. <laughs> Pished, you're fine. <laughs> 21 all, still, though. All the teachers that, um, you know, trained in that era, we pretty much didn't have much either. Yeah. I had to go out and um, do my own specialist training and self-fund that and, and postgraduate uh, assessment and to believe me it's but that isn't right four years. why are teachers having to pay to, to to teach to learn to teach you know if they it's the, it doesn't no. it's not that's not right a year's it's, difficult isn't it in a pgc even in a specialist area and mine was english yeah. uh, major and an english um, dyslexia specialist and literacy specialist with all the add-ons that you you see within the assessment side you know the dyscalculia and things like that um so it is and dysgraphia your handwriting difficulties and dyspraxia is very different but it is really really hard i think nowadays for teachers to get hit the ground running yeah yeah. With that yeah. limited amount, I mean, it's three teaching practices or something, isn't it? Um, yeah. Very little ALN. And they say there's one in six in every classroom, statistically, that's dyslexic. How many are autistic? Or how many yeah. undiagnosed yeah, children yeah. with additional mm-hmm. abilities? And how are these new teachers with the, you know, they're coming in fresh, full of energy? But how can they, they the best will in the world? You're never going to meet every child's needs. No. No. There's um, too many children in the class to be yeah, able to do that. Yeah. It's. <sighs> It's hard for the teachers in that respect. But how do we get the needs met? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, 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 what, where's where's the line yeah. where what's, it, what's it the becomes 
mm. you know, togetherness in the sense of teaching and also being able to understand mm. and teach a child with the problems. I think it is about training, isn't it? I think they need yeah. to be looking at the PGCE courses. Um, they need to be looking at... Um, they have their CPD, what do they call it in Pembrokeshire? Gosh, please someone correct me if I'm wrong. Um, building capacity, ex- extending the capacity of the knowledge of the child, or the ch- sorry, the, the, teacher. the teacher for yeah, the child. The mm. But how how robust and how, mm. how in-depth is it, at what level? You know? Would, by the way, George, mum will be home soon, don't worry, he misses you. Aww, She's George. fine and you're doing really, really well tonight, George. It's lovely to have you on here. <laughs> it's been re- I've been reading all your comments. Oh. And he says, Mum's been doing great. Oh, bless <laughs> And yes, I've given you a shout out, bless you. Um, he's asked for one, he's got one. Um, how. Uh, we have Portfield School, which is the only school, as far as I'm aware, the only school like it in, in Pembrokeshire. Yes. Specialist. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the specialist school, yeah. Um, I've heard of certain schools now that do have autistic units are they called learning resource centers yes. LRC. i'm not sure the parents <laughs> have always referred to them to me as the autistic unit so that's all i know them as but they are attached to a mainstream school yeah, yeah. so how is their teacher training differently and, and teaching different to either what would be in in somewhere like Portfield or what would be in their mainstream class? I think sometimes it's down to the actual teacher themselves. It is. Who goes above and beyond. I know Mm. a very special teacher in this Mm -hmm. county Mm. who is just the most incredible person. She doesn't just support the children in her class, she supports the families. She arranges parties for the families, like a Christmas party. If they couldn't go to a big Christmas party, she has them in her class. She'll have photographs in the class, you know, where the family could come and have family photos. That is amazing. She is always thinking about how to make people's lives better. She's doing, she's doing that herself because she is incredible and she has a heart for it. She has a passion and there for it. Are, there are. There are many like that. Yeah. I know a lot of LSAs that are like that. They are amazing. Like yeah. 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 I know, they're unsung heroes and I think... They are some of them. I mean, I can think of, you know, we've got an independent sector here as well. Not that I know much about that sector, but we have a mainstream sector. But... You know, all of these um, LSAs and teaching assistants, wherever they work, I think they do above and beyond. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. 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 Charles has come back with all these schools merging, mm. leave plenty of school buildings available. Yes. Maybe it's time to introduce more special needs schools and make use of the empty schools. Yes. What a brilliant yeah, idea. You know yes. But sadly, I can't that. see that yeah. happening. The, the problem is the funding, I yeah. think. Yeah. Also, mm. if the schools are merging, it may be partly to do with the school buildings. So I wouldn't want my child moving into a school building that isn't suitable, possibly not accessible. From a health and safety perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But that Just could because, be, surely that could be looked into. But if, yes. there's that yeah. need, but if there's that need, yeah. why aren't we building... Yeah. specialist school yeah. if that's yeah. what our children need why aren't to we building that to be honest that? how many I mean I don't know the question, the answer to this question but there are only so many placements aren't there yes. Yes. Yeah. there is yeah. so yeah. much capacity is that alright this is a, a, just come into my head if there's only so many placements available is that why there's not so many diagnoses and assessments because otherwise they'd have to make that more placements. Health and education We're working together yeah. as well. well. I don't think I that, don't that happens. happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which also means that there would have to be more placements. 
Yeah. Because they'd have well, to Well, I mean, be... and more buildings. Yeah. yeah. And more I space. Mean, and more teachers and more specialist training. If you ask <laughs> the local authority, you know, how many young people are diagnosed with autism, they don't know. So how do you provide provision for an unknown quantity of people how do you forward plan for these young people whether it's when they're going off to um, college or whatever how do you forward plan if you don't have any there are but you know don't you you know how say for instance how much money is in your bank account absolutely or you have a rough idea yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and you know how much the last penny (laughs) or the last pound yeah but you do you know what you're spending it on isn't this a similar thing surely I mean I'm not very good with finances my husband would tell you (laughs) I'm going to spend it I will let's have a little break for a minute on that note I'm going to give you a runaway from your finances with the debate show and Ronnie J and we've been causing mayhem here I'm having to tell them to be quiet every five minutes <laughs> I've actually had a couple of messages or a couple of comments which I am going to read out um, Alan Morris the Pembrokeshire Learning Centre this is going back to the schools with, with the, you know learning LSAs and things the Pembrokeshire Learning Centre got shut down after so long as a student it really did help being there then mainstream school there should be more schools like it for a child who struggles with mainstream mm-hmm. yeah. um, Lib Robinson um, I had LSA in so did I had LSA, so they did miracles for me to get through school. Without them, I would not have coped. Yeah. LSAs are really important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Charles back again. Thank you so much. You've been, you know, been really great with your comments tonight, Charles Boney Young. I don't know if you're Boney, but you're definitely young. <laughs> Johnston School recently opened with 12 placements for autistic children. We first thought that this was for an additional 12 children, only to be told Pembroke Community School would be losing placements at its LRC. Again, one step forward and two yeah, steps back. Yeah, definitely. Regards to LRC teachers and less, I feel they do a job they love where mainstream teachers look at it more of a career and a job. Their hearts are not with it. Mm-hmm. Special needs, I think, from my own personal yeah. perspective, is, is the most demanding of, of you know the mm. profession mm. but i have to say it's the most rewarding as well mm. i've lo- yeah i've I, been I 15 years and i love it mainstream yeah no, neither would i no. never they i've always said they've taught me more than i've ever they done do. for them. I feel like that do. about my son yeah i learn yeah. every they day do. Yeah. 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 yeah i mean these are children that there's been an awful lot of them that i i wanted to go thank god i haven't got you all day uh, but there's others <laughs> i've been because I, I always well. I sort of drop them off and go they're yours good luck yeah, yeah. they're amazing kids um, and they're all so talented aren't they yeah, they're, yeah, they're awesome yeah. and there's others yeah. that I just wanted to take and home and cuddle and they see funny, the world you know. funny. Yeah. they do yeah. and one of the questions that I don't ask them which I know a lot of people do is when they come out of school and they get in in the taxi in the bus whatever or oh, what did you do today oh worst thing in a way yeah. you oh. can ask some of them yeah. Yeah. I ask how did you do today and that mm. gets more communication mm. because they can say, well, I didn't do very well or I did really well. And you can praise them yes. or you can say, never mind, it'll be better tomorrow. You're going home now or they'll come out upset. Asking them what they did is rather confusing for yeah. them, yeah. I found. I couldn't it puts tell pressure you. on, doesn't it? Oh, what did I do? Yeah. What did I do today? I mean, you don't want to reel off a big list. <laughs> no. 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 To worry about missing something. I don't even remember half of what I do in no. a day. Yeah. You know, so for a child with the it's problems like that. that question, it is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think reframing is is what the council needs to do a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> Reframe the entire uh, yes. way of working. Because you, you were saying before about the fact that there are things that they legally have to do yeah i mean when you obviously you know i work with the um the solicitors with hcb and i know i'm talking a lot about them but they are the wealth of of legal educational law knowledge nathan davis specifically and sarah evans so you know hello guys i know you're not listening but i'm sure you um they can listen to the podcast after which will be available at five past eleven (laughs) so yeah these they they talk they work within statutory assessment and we all know it's published. There is a specific statutory time frame for that. It's not good enough to um, to not respond to the statutory time frame. Yeah. There is no excuse. It is a legal right of a parent to have a response within those times. And when Nathan and Sarah are doing the presentations, they make it, you know, they give the information to families who are not aware. Yeah, because of you're the often told somebody's off sick or it's holidays. Nobody's working during the school holidays. That sort of thing. So. You know, you kind of just add the time on because how can you mm-hmm. argue with that? Well, They're the, telling you that. The actual, how can you argue well, with that? Well, I remember asking a question to Nathan, asking when does the clock start ticking for these things, and he said, "Oh yes, yes, they have. To, it, it ticks through the holiday. Yeah. So if exactly. there's nobody there, they need to plan 
for it in an, in what we call an anticipatory measure. They know they've got X amount of yeah. requests, you know, and, and that needs to be adhered to. So, you know, you can always ring up the solicitors if you need to. They'll speak to any parent free of charge for at least 30 minutes with any queries. They'll probably be inundated now. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, but if you want legal advice, <coughs> that is the place Excuse to me. get mm-hmm. it. We're not talking about family law. We're not talking about corporation or tax law. This is education law. This is, and they will be running seminars with us very soon in the new year to talk about how the um, the a- a- ALM bill is changing. Uh, can you explain what the... The additional le- learning needs transformation right. That's for those that aren't Yeah, so aware. statementing, you know, children mm-hmm. applications mm-hmm. for statutory assessment, the statements, how to review those, the individual development plans, what's the time scale, what you should expect, um, you know, what equates to special educational needs, all of those things, it will change to ALN, not SEN. So special needs will become additional learning needs because it yeah. encompasses everything. Yeah, everything. Mm. And it goes from naught to, I believe, 25. 25. Yeah. So yeah. It's in, I've got a little fly which was given as a handout. Um, legislation and statutory guidance will change, but that will still put um, a, a strict time frame on the responses and the schools will have more responsibility from what I understand. So do they, they have a time frame now? They do. Yes. So why, why do they not stick because, to that? Because they say, because often there's not enough staff. Mm. I know when my son had his statement, they actually got an educational psychologist from England, came into Pembrokeshire and was... I'm assuming they had so many and she was doing a few. I mean, she was fantastic, amazing. Um, but I would perhaps there's not the staff and that's why they're not sticking to I was going to say, is, is that perhaps one of the problems? And I, I don't just mean in, in the council statements or anything, but even with the hospitals, with the yeah, assessments. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that one of the big so problems? Far out, so far I, th- I think that we are so far out Westley on a limb that yeah. to get staff recruited, I think that's you know something that perhaps... You know, people like, you know, the NHS spokespeople, the cap- you know, these people can answer because they'll know what the recruitment yeah. process look like. However, it doesn't help the children's needs get met. No. no. It doesn't help And they can refer know. out of county yeah. for these things. And that's the frustrating thing, is they could... But they don't. But it doesn't help our kids. No, no, if they yeah, don't no. do it. No, if they're not doing it, but if, they can do if it. If the stock answer is no money, no yeah. staff, no yeah. response, no expertise, no, you know, they're not yeah. here today, hmm. then where does that leave our kids in Pembrokeshire? I yeah. was going to say, where does it leave the parents as well? Because yeah, the parents, you've got, yeah. no. who, who else do you turn to? Who else yeah. do you, well, this is what I was going to say, you know, <laughs> okay, you, you've got yourselves with the Autistic Society, National Autistic Society, but who else is there? Well, we would like to have an autism bill for Wales. That would make a huge difference because that will mean that we are on a level playing field throughout Wales. So the diagnosis process will be the same no matter where in Wales you live. So if you live in Cardiff or if you live in Pembrokeshire, the time wait for your diagnosis and for services is exactly the same. Mm. And that isn't happening now because different amounts of money are put into different services Mm. in different areas. So in England and Northern Ireland, they have an autism bill. And the autism bill in England was passed under a Labour government. However, the Welsh Labour government does not want Wales to have a bill. So they think the people in um, England who have autism, they deserve this bill, which this law, which will protect them. But autistic people in Wales... They will not give the same to, and I—I I mean, I, my brain does not yeah. understand. That does not compute. So, not I mean, in any level. The the best support we're having from 
the National Autistic Society is with the Welsh Conservatives. Yeah, it's amazing. Paul yeah. And he's the one that's member. driving this bill he's, through. He's, mm. yeah, been I mean, how many times he's, he's come to meet with he's us? Been, he's been he's great. wanted to know what will make yeah. life better. How what mm. what needs to go in this bill? How can this bill mm. actually help? We don't want a bill that's just going to be sat on somebody's desk and doesn't make a difference. Yeah. That's no yeah. good. We no, want no. something that I mean, even down to what the um, description of autism was. Yeah. He even mm. consulted us on that. Yeah. You know, he is. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know where we'd be. I think we've he's got great, some very yeah. good. I mean, to be honest, um, need to get him on know. the show. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah get him on the show. When are you hoping this bill goes through? January. Yeah. yeah, they're voting on it in January. Um, Nikki, the uh, chair of uh, NAS Pembrokeshire, and I, we went up to the Senate um, about a month ago, I think it was, to actually talk to some of the assembly members about why we really strongly believe mm. that we need this bill. And and I think the crux of it was really that what it will do is it'll make things law, yeah. which gives us it's as parents power Somebody's accountable. Say, yeah. here you go, yeah. this is well, the law. Right well, this is what you need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You so have a right as a parent to do that. When someone says to a parent, oh, you know, don't rock the boat, Beth. <laughs> don't rock the boat, Beth, you know. I would have been able to say, hang on, this is the law. (laughs) You get a placement for my child in school now. The thing is, you can't misinterpret the law. No, exactly. The law is set, and that's something that um, HCB always says, and I've learned an awful lot from them myself with all my years of experience, and they often say that you can't have blanket policies, okay? You have to be able to adhere to that law, that statutory time frame, and anyone that has a blanket policy is unlawful. You can't say we're not, uh, for instance... Gonna give um, kill- we don't do statements in Pembrokeshire? Yeah, because, I've been told that many a time. Because state- I got one now. <laughs> statements, statements that haven't gone out. I mean, yeah. statements, uh, yeah. according to the you know this code of practice here, are due to be replaced fully. Um, I believe the new ALN system goes live in September 2020. By summer 2023, the old system comes to an end, so they can mop up all the old ones, convert them to the new IDPs, yeah. and that's what it states. In, you know, on this. But that's not what parents are being told no. when they say to the school. And I don't know is it just the school doesn't have that information, or know. they are being know. told by local authority we don't do them anymore. We're swapping over to this. Statements still exist. It, yes, or, or they're I not was, mystical documents. No, and no. I was also told <laughs> that there was my son didn't need one because if he had one he wouldn't get any more support my personal view of it was it wasn't about getting more support it was about protecting the support he already had because what happened was he had help extra help like maths and then after their exams that support disappeared because they didn't have money for it anymore after he sat the exams with the school has their results and judged on how well they did the needs are still the same the needs were still the same but because he didn't have the statement um, That's what they were saying. He doesn't. He won't get any more support, so he doesn't need it. But you saying about that with with that Mandy Singh has put up. Um, I feel that a massive resource is being missed in education at all levels, parents and carers. These are the people who know autistic children the best. And I feel that this resource is not being utilised and sometimes completely dismissed. I've tried on numerous occasions to impart information about autism and specifically about my son and I've been ignored. It's frustrating. I know my son better than anyone and yet my opinion and advice is not being used. This is such a simple resource to tap into. It's It's patronising and maddening for a school to think they know more about a child than the parents. 
Try parent-teacher workshops. Share information and work with me as a parent. I think sometimes that girls, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 See it as a, if you, yeah. Sometimes I think schools may become defensive and see it as a criticism when actually you're offering your support. Like I said, yeah. I know, knew my child before he was born. Yeah. So I yeah. know him inside out, back to front. You know, I mm. know more about him than he knows about himself. Yeah. So, and... And that can also help with other young yeah. people, you know. Mm. You might touch on something and yeah. they think, oh, actually, I hadn't have thought about that before. The thing before. is, information yeah. sharing is so imperative. And it's it's free. important. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. The thing for me, I'm doing an independent cognitive assessment or, uh, you know, um, using diagnostic tests, but my information will go into parents' um, advice for the process. If, if parents choose to go down the route of getting a, a statutory request in place, um, some don't. You know, no. not everyone does. Not everybody wants to go down that route. Some are very happy and they, they trust, you know, in the in the school system that they're in. And unfortunately, things can go pear-shaped, you know, for them. They're back on the phone um, chatting and saying, what, what do we do? And I would say, well, phone up HCB, get some advice, you know, get the advice. But, you know, saying about parents, the parents will fill in their, their, their forms about what happens with the child, the developmental through the, um, the year, early years, etc. And they will stick in the independent part in with the parent so any private reports or independent reports as they should be termed go under the parent's advice so they can't be ignored if it's the evidence I've never been asked I've never been asked by a school how can we through the you know what do you think what would help what doesn't he like what does he never ever have I ever been asked that I have with George's one, when he was in a special in yeah. when he got his place. So in really, yeah. what we're school. Saying, so we're saying yeah. it's very inconsistent. Yeah, 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 very, yeah. Very. Gosh, yeah. It's mm. interesting from both parents' mm. perspective, isn't it? It's you saying that. I mean, not having and that's only two parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much variety is there? You saying about the information that I I had a young man who I still see, and his mum was fantastic. He was autistic, nonverbal. Um, he's grown up a lot since I see well I saw him the other week but since I've taken him in the taxi but when we started picking him up she gave us a little booklet and in that booklet it stated what he liked what he didn't like what his colors were different things noises etc oh, really helpful and it? it was brilliant yeah. but we by rights we should be getting that from schools or from yeah. transport not just from the parents. Do you feel yeah. that it stops there? Like it does stop there, yeah. 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 Because, you know, I, I say to them in the school, well, you know, I know he doesn't like this. Oh, yeah, well, that's only, perhaps it's on the taxi. Or, you know, but it's not, you know, if if a child doesn't like it, he doesn't yeah. like it's it. You know. It yeah. is, yeah. 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 Maybe data yeah. protection has kind of made that or people are more Probably afraid more of it. That's yeah. quite possible. Yeah, you know, because yeah. they're weary of sharing that information because mm. they don't want to get it wrong. So the you know the the bus will drop the little boy off. Yeah. and they can say to the LSO whoever's if someone's collecting that little lad or, or little girl, um, really wasn't happy this morning. A little bit you know ang- anxious about mm. you know assembly or yeah. lesson whatever. But that's that's important, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. just to know how but they've because that's, that's a natural thing to, to tell them to say to somebody. Yeah, of course it is. It's like you know, you, if somebody's dropping your child off at night. I mean, okay, you, they may not have time to just sort of have a quick chat, or it might be just yeah, Tarasi in the morning. But it would also be nice to say, well, yeah, he's had a good day today. Yeah. He might yeah. not say, or she might not say, but he's had a good day, or she's had a good day. Yeah, mm. we have a homeschool book actually, Does which that work the for you? amazing, yeah. and I. 
the LSA did say to me, we were like pen pals before practice. we met. <laughs> <laughs> because I, she, you know, and, she, and it made me realise that she understood him. Yeah. Because some of the things that she said, oh, this happened and this is how I reacted. And I thought, well, that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah. So for as a parent, it was so reassuring. And best mm. practice. It's a great Absolutely. example of this. And it, it makes a difference. And it works. It, does. it works. Yeah. It does. It, does. it, it makes yeah. a big it does. difference. Even if it's just a quick little note, mm. nothing much to say. We are coming very quickly to the end of the second hour. Yes. Wow. Right. (laughs) We've had an amazing show. It's been absolutely brilliant. And I would love to get you all back. Yes, um, in February to find out how the bill got on. Yes. Hopefully, fingers how crossed. The bill was won. Uh, how the bill <laughs> was won. <laughs> but what I'd like to put out now is is for parents, for carers that are listening in. And I, I'm not saying it's it's just to you, but where can they go for help and advice? Well, can you I? know, yeah, you've taken well, you, you guys, you we know, if you, you are concerned about specific learning difficulties, you know, reading, writing, spelling, um, that kind of thing, attention, concentration, you know, all the things that become characteristics of a dyslexic type learning or, or mass numerical difficulties, uh, please don't hesitate to give me a ring or look me up on my Facebook page for Dyslexia Pembrokeshire. Do like the page because you can get all the information about all the free information evenings that are coming up, um, all the um, bits and pieces about uh, how you know dyslexia affects children, how co-occurring difficulties affect children, and if you have any comments, please, um, please, you know, fill out the contact form on my website, which is www.dyslexiapembrokeshire.com. <laughs> you are, <laughs> ladies. Well, um, like we were saying earlier about um, professionals referring people to the National Autistic Society in Pembrokeshire, I mean, by all means, we are always there yes, for parents. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Always. We are yeah. already getting the comments in. Well done, ladies. <laughs> From uh, Johnny Gray, Claire Young. Um, it's been a fantastic mm. show. So they, they've got yourselves. You're on the Facebook page, if I know. If, so Facebook if, if there's page. education stuff, parent partnership in the local authority is who they should be. Right. Who should, who should be supporting. Should who should be supporting. I like the word. should on that word. Who should yes. be supporting should be education matters. Yes. So that's right. who you should really go to first the national autistic society we've got the the main website which is www.autism.org there's also a helpline which is 0808 800 4104 and we've also got the pages on facebook for specifically for pembrokeshire for our pembrokeshire branch if you because we've got we've got a group for um information for just information sharing then we've got the national autistic society pembrokeshire branch page which is open to professionals yeah parents grandparents anyone interested in autism and your lsa's teachers anyone we've also then got a parent and carer page to get onto that care parents and carer page you need to first ask to be a member of the normal page this confuses a lot of people yeah, it is yeah. just mm. purely because on the parent page it's really important we have an outlet where parents can go on there schools and individuals are not allowed to be named that's fair but enough they can go on there they can rant they can rave yeah. they can cry they, they can, can also say whatever say pra- they want they can all say you know also praise say, things that have this happened is what happened yeah. this is awesome parents get it something yeah. like oh they tied the shoelace yeah. you know other parents wouldn't get it when you're 12 yeah. year old someone else I've, I've, yeah, I've got this issue can you 
is there any other parent out there who can yeah i have seen yeah that's the one thing i have seen about the yeah. page the amount of support yeah, and yeah, advice definitely. that yeah. is given is fantastic and as you said there's Good. parents been on there you know my child's done this today how yeah. amazing is yeah, that yeah, and i sit there and i go yes yeah. you know, and i don't even know who they are <laughs> and that is where the support system really counts it, it really is. matters the little breakthroughs that make yeah. A yes yeah, yeah. well what more can i say um Awesome work, ladies, is what we're getting in. Very enlightening. Everybody has enjoyed it. <laughs> please, please come back in February and yeah, we, will, we, will. we will talk about, you know, what's going yeah. on then. Hopefully we'll have good news. We better yeah, have, yeah, fingers yeah, crossed, everybody in the county. I would like to say thank you all for watching. Thank you for all your comments and all your stories. And I'm going to leave you now till next month with I Don't Like Mondays.
This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. 